Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Random Encounters, episode 16. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. Shit. Redo, redo. Scrap it. Clap again. Clap again, Jeff. Not doing it over again. Do it again. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. Alongside Steve, who's buffering on my screen. Max, who didn't do any of his homework this week. No. He's not the only one. I'm here to argue. (laughs) And Jeff's here to argue with me. What's going on, guys? What have you guys been playing this week? Anything new, Steve? Uh, Everspace. Everspace. You mentioned that that last week. Without going in, without going in too crazy into it, what is what is Everspace? Well, last week I played it for like two hours before. Uh, it's a flight sim roguelike. If that makes any sense. Which I mean, those, like those are two roguelike. words that no, I don't. The, we'll, the, we'll, we'll find each, out all about that here soon. Each space is procedurally generated. Oh, great. So that means they were too lazy to make a, a level. <laughs> but he's going to ape out on this one. Yeah, he's, he's going to boil over. Wrong. Now, um, other game names we can throw in here. I've been having fun with that, but I'm probably going to switch back to Wildlands because I think I really want to. God, you get so before. much freaking money. Like, your value per game you purchased is crazy. How many hours you got in that? Like, 400? No, because I don't get that long to play. Gotcha. So, um, I actually hit level cap on the standard mode, and then you go backwards yeah. to your modes. But once you hit like level thirty, you're talking like one hit kills to yourself. So you wind up running. Most people just grind. They grind to get down to tier one, but there's it's not much of a point other than to say you did it. So currently. I'm looking into my next game, which will probably be a return to Dark Souls. Cool. And what about uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, the new game from FromSoft coming out I'll here? Have, soon? I'll have some some thoughts on that next week. <laughs> uh, we... No, does, I haven't looked into it much, but I think Dark Souls was a more of a flavor win for me, along with the gameplay. So I don't think I care much about uh, like a period piece. Um. Probably in April, if my plans turn out right and I can get a cheap laptop, then I'm going to pick up multiplayer Stardew Valley with my wife now that they've sort of refined that out because she told me she misses playing games with me, but we can't really do that with our current setup. Two switches. I think you'll probably need one. Is there cross-play available from... No. uh... No. Uh, No? No, I don't think it has cross-play. No, so for like 200 bucks, I can get a cheap laptop that I can take with me for other purposes, and it'll still be able to play Stardew Valley because it's like a Super Nintendo level game. So uh, I think that's what I'm going to do for her birthday. Max. She's not a fan of the show, is she? No. You just ruined oh, yeah, it. There's absolutely no way she's watching it. Max, you got big news for this weekend. Did you forget already that you're giving away all your uh, shiny? Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's happening. The shiny legendaries are leaving me on Sunday. I I assumed you didn't play anything, so I just didn't ask you the question. Yeah, no, I I was confused. Uh, The lead-in was bad. So does that 500 followers? Yep. Uh, Got there. So uh, Dan, did you delete all your follower bots so they're legit followers? Hmm? I don't have any follower bots. Of course. There are 500 people that genuinely like watching him talk to that... uh, Professor. Or at least did for a split second to click the follow button. 
Jeff, got your whiteboard ready? Yeah, I got my Let's giant go. whiteboard ready. So uh, I've been alarmingly surprised with how much I loved a game that I shit on their downloadable content model. And I've been playing the hell out of Dev or Dead or Alive 6. Yeah. I, I did not expect after the the all the crap you were giving that game for you to put that much time into it. Well, it's weird. It's fun beating the shit out of a character in a wedding dress because you know they paid for that beating. But it's uh, it's one of those few fighters that I've played more of the online than the actual story that comes with it. Uh, not great, but I, it's at least competitive. And I enjoy that you're never really out of a fight in that game as long as you can pick your spots and dodge. Mm-hmm. I played... I you, hold played. on. Sorry, I have a thing to say about that. Do you think you're ever playing bots that like the people put in there to have all the DLC to make you think you want it you know possibly i wouldn't put it yeah, so i i played some doa too i've actually by some i mean one game and the person i played against there's absolutely no way that that was a human being i thought they were just disconnected but then they actually did hold the block button for a little while but i i played one match against a person who didn't move at all but is, the do, most... do you get like currency in that game maybe these people are just farming the currency to unlock stuff you, you do get currency when you lose uh that's a possibility but then you, it does keep track of your records so their record's gonna be terrible but i as long as they can buy that sweet glasses or a yeah. different haircut the customization in that game is just so creepy <laughs> like, <laughs> there like i i did a, i started getting into like uh looking for games i play that have mods just to try a different approach to them. And uh, everybody's like, oh, fuck the mods. I don't care until they get the longer hair mod. Fuck you, a longer hair mod for an oddly specific kink. But I'm surprised um, they're not selling the longer hair pack for $20. Well, it's like you can pick their haircut. And then like it's like, is their left eye covered? Is their right eye covered? And I'm like, who gives a shit? What is it, it's just a fighting game. It's yeah. just a fighting game of weird jiggle physics, yeah. okay. which they've toned down for this one. Well, you don't need to ask the question who would do that. You already answered it. <laughs> yes, I, I have answered that question. Um, so I tried to play Crackdown 3. Uh, my girlfriend's brother sent me a message last Thursday. I said, hey, get on. We're playing Crackdown 3. They thought it was four-player co-op. It's two-player co-op. So I tried playing some of the single-player, and had a 10 gig update and ran at like 17 frames a second on an xbox one x which if you're gonna bury a game that's about the last breath it has but i threw up on instagram a video where i hit a plant with a truck and it was stuck like this running without me holding the gas down so it's i think that should be their next like advertisement for their uh game pass just be like they crack down for a dollar and then forget about it entirely. <laughs> kind of how like Ding Dong XL is. <laughs> I beat the Donkey Kong down or DLC for Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle for my sixth game of the year. I played a little bit of Golf Peaks, which is a mobile port, but it's kind of like um, Marble Madness, but with more puzzle elements. I yeah. uh, played a little bit of the Division Two, which. Is that like worth it. is that worth getting into? Is it is there enough to play single player? So I'm to I'm only play only playing it single player and I'm enjoying it single player, but I'm also I'm enjoying what's there in spurts. 
So I've, if I've blocked out a whole weekend to play this, I'd be bored to tears. Okay. But hour and a half, two hours here or there, it's a good time. Cool. It feels a lot more balanced, a lot less just shoot them till they drop. You can actually kind of like, there was one room I was in where I, they knew where I was hiding. So while I th threw a grenade out and ran around the corner and the guy was still standing looking where I was, yelling at me to come out. And then I shot him in the back of the head because I was able to sneak up on him from behind. Like, I enjoy little little things like that that pop up from time to time. Um, played Legends of Heroes, Trials of Cold Steel, which uh, weird, not weird, but Japanese RPG. A very Japanese sounding, badly very translated. Very Japanese sounding game. And because I hate myself, I also started Dragon Quest XI again because what's one JRPG without a second 100 plus hour JRPG on top of that. Uh, played a couple rounds of Golf Club 2019. I'm not good at Golf Club 2019. Uh, got a couple chapters down in Devil May Cry 5. What uh, chapter are you up to, by the way? You I'm know? on 12. Okay. I just finished I'm a little, little bit ahead of you, but not much. I think I'm 13. Uh, started Captain Toad Treasure Tracker out of my backlog. And the most important thing that happened this week in video games, Pinball FX Volume 3 came out. So I've been playing Theater of Magic, Champion's Pub, and Safe Cracker on my cabinet. So excited. Nobody gives a shit. Moving on. Hey, I uh, I did download the demo of that game a couple weeks back, and it, it's very close to beating the high score on the fishing game cabinet Fishtail. that you have. It's unfortunate that Fishtails is the free table because it's three shots you hit the you hit the ramp on the left side you hit the ramp on the right side and you do that six times then they make you hit the left loop and you get your high score and then the only other shot in the game is to lock the three uh, balls and get the multi-ball multi but the way they kick those balls is it's a cheap table in real life so they actually emulated it correctly uh, it just throws those down the middle and you gotta oh yeah i lost, shake I lost the first one it. immediately but I am very close to beating your high score. And as soon as I do that, I figure that's about all I'm going to be doing in this game. Oh, so. I, I didn't know you were coming after my high score. Oh, I I, yeah. Fishtails, oh, no, yeah, I'm coming at you. We'll call you dead flip too. <laughs> he, he very quickly after I posted that just fucking destroyed my high score. So I, <laughs> I took those down. It's like, who's this motherfucker? Doesn't matter. He, he didn't even have time to see that I was chirping him on Instagram. I was just like, <laughs> nope. We're taking it down. I'm I'm not taking this public beating. Did you get through your list? That is the end of my list. Well, I have only a few things, and I chimed in a little bit. You know, I'm dead or alive. Played a match. I want to play you in a match, but I guess they don't have that yet. So, so the the season pass took priority. That will be out in a future update at the end of the month. It's ridiculous. Otherwise, we can try to randomly play each other. When when Nintendo is launching a multiplayer game that has better matchmaking ability than you, you're doing something horribly wrong. Well, they, they've they've started off on the right foot because I haven't had to use my cell phone to get a match on the Nintendo Switch yet. So they're they're off on the right foot. It just doesn't exist. And then I've been playing uh, Devil May Cry as well. So um, looking forward, I don't. I'm not. I want to look how far into that game I am, but I also don't 21. really. 21 chapters okay thanks that's what i needed to know i didn't yep. want to try i didn't want to grab any spoilers so uh so it looks like i'm a little over halfway so that's pretty cool 
Oh, well, we might have some more things to play because Nintendo dropped an entire showcase full of indies on us this morning. Um, I'm going to play in a different game. I'll, I'll see you guys later. You, you don't want, you're not interested in any of these games. There are, there's will also probably come to PC. Yeah. For future yeah. Humble Bundle. Oh, actually, to follow up, uh, what the fuck is that game called? Wildlands? Uh, I have 66 hours in, which only puts it at 31st place on my Steam <laughs> top hits. Um, maybe 29th if you subtract the two idle games that currently take like the number two and three spot what's number one uh terraria 836 okay. hours uh soda dungeon and idle champions forgotten realms takes the second and third with like two and three hundred hours because i just left those running for like two three weeks and then never looked back i i fell asleep playing trials of cold steel the other night like in my gaming chair fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, ah, fuck, my playtime is going to be way higher than it needs to be. <laughs> I wonder how, I don't know when the reset was, but there was a point in time way back in the day. It was before Terraria, but um, that's when they actually started keeping track or there was like a weird reset when it happened because uh, my friend used to play TF2, like just shitloads of it nonstop. And I asked him one day what his count was and he had a couple thousand hours and he was like no it should be way more because i had a couple thousand hours previously and then there was an update where they reset everything that's insane yeah all right i'm gonna blast through these so only uh stop me if something either catches your fancy and need you need clarification or if you have uh something to say about them uh first yeah, off it. cuphead coming april i will, late, I will buy it again to have yeah, it on I will. the bus Max, if you have not played Cuphead, which I'm pretty sure you haven't, have it's not. definitely definitely worth. It's yeah, very very you hard. To, you need to play that. Is it, a, is it a sixty dollar game? 20. No, twenty. It is I was gonna say I would not it buy is frustrating. it. Sixty dollars. No, it is a it's a shoot 'em up side scrolling shooter. Very difficult. Very but ever, very fair. I, I feel like there's only it's a few a, times it's a where boss battle simulator. Yeah. Only a few times where the the game did something where I thought, uh, you know, there's no way I could have done anything different. And I still died. Uh, Overland is a post-apocalyptic road game. trip turn-based turn strategy, strategy game. Sold. Uh, coming out in the fall. My friend Pedro is a, like a hyper-stylized shooter game where you run around and have a banana talking to you. It comes out in June. Meh. Neo Cab is a futuristic Uber driver simulator where you got to keep your Uber passengers happy. And keep your car clean. You could spend twenty bucks on NeoCab, or you could become a Lyft driver and make twenty bucks. <laughs> the choice is yours. Red Lantern is a sled dog kind of survivally game where you're I, running in the Iditarod. I, I saw that and I'm like, yeah, it looks like one of those indie games people make to get like critic claims awards. And then <laughs> like that the the character got knocked down and the bear popped up, and I was like, fucking in. <laughs> That dog, Oregon Trail. That dog better not be fucking dead. Is that dog? That that dog's one hundred percent dead. That dog got his neck snapped, and then in the next scene, there was an empty spot on there. Like that better not be a mandatory thing to happen in this game. That dog's dead. Fuck. That's coming this year. Uh, Dark Darkwood, top-down horror game. Doesn't look that interesting to me. That game has been on my Steam wish list since 2017 when it came out, and I have not seen it on sale yet katana zero 
uh, its mechanic was that you know everything that you kill takes one hit to kill, and everything one hit kills you. You've you played have some, this game a thousand times. You have some time control mechanics that uh, looks okay. Uh, Rad. It's a roguelike where you randomly mutate and use the skills that you mutate into to destroy enemies. Tim Schafer game. He made Psychonauts. He gets a free pass for all of his games. I'm going to play him. Uh, Jeff's Wet Dream, Creature in the Well. A pinball-inspired pinball adventure game. <laughs> it, really, it's not pinball. No, it's like basically just bouncing shit in it. Yeah, still going to play it. Or... Request a uh, request a review copy with our bomb ass new domain name email. GameNightNow.com. What do you Check think about Sonic? It'll bring Sonic you is here. basically pinball. Sonic has spinball. Yeah, Sonic well, spinball. I mean, just the the game mechanics itself. There's like bumpers and shit you can bounce off of. Basically, pinball. It depends on the year. People don't hate Sonic, unless you're putting them into a real 3D world, not on the Dreamcast. Blood Roots. Uh, the only note I wrote down was keep your combo or die. It looked like some kind of, you know, where you had to just go from one enemy to the next coming out this summer. Pine. I have an alternate name that they should have gone with for Pine, and it's Breath of the Mild because it looks boring as fuck, but, like, they wanted to be Zelda. It, it looks like a 1996 direct-to-DVD Christian movie. <laughs> <laughs> the veggie tails like veggie tails quality it looks real looks real not good game of the year um, calling it now super crate box i don't i don't i don't even know nope. and then there's there's a whole bunch of van Bleer games um i'm not those aren't me um then we got swim sanity master blaster zero two uh i wrote more Number blaster master <laughs> more blaster master now with double the zero like jeff's pay yeah, I love the five. Catch up, Blaster Master Zero. Two, uh, three, four, and five. Stranger Things the game. Uh, do we have any Stranger Things fans today? I think the trailer just dropped mm, today. Most of the country. Yeah. I stayed not, away from it. Not, not I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get. Couldn't. It didn't grab me. This looks like a period specific. Makes it look like a you know a late '80s style computer game. It looks like a straight up cash grab, but. Oh yeah, it definitely is. I'm. I'm gonna give it a shot and then uh crypt of the necromancer is getting some zelda crossover necro dancer necro dancer God, yeah. i practiced that i practiced that for like five minutes before we started and i still made messed it up that game had a trailer that was good enough to make me buy it and the gameplay made me regret it instantly we have the same experience yeah <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, another roguelike where I can go in a dungeon, and it's just themed around music, and they're like, no, oh. everything's rhythm, and I'm like, ah, fuck this immediately. Yep. There was... But it's got, like, like... Over half of these games were all procedurally generated garbage, and it was this was one of the weakest Nindy showcases I think I've seen. I think that one that they just phantom dropped, like, last month was a better showcase than this Nindy showcase. That's just because you have a prejudice or a racism against procedurally generated games. I just if 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 Cuphead were procedurally generated, it would be an awful game. Still, but it's great. Mind. It's great because somebody took the time to make it great, not just like, oh, here I'm gonna roll the dice and maybe you'll have fun, maybe you won't. It's procedurally generated. Still, no mention of launch announcement Shakedown Hawaii either. I don't know what that means. It's the sequel to Retro City Rampage. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be 16-bit this time, but they Ooh. they announced it when they announced the Switch launch lineup. And it is well, not that, here. That was, uh, that was the spring indie showcase. Like I said, I'm a little meh on it. Jeff, sounds like you are about 50-50. Max, I don't believe he said any words. And... There was no Pokemon Let's Go mechanics in any of these indie games? No. When's the next uh, Direct? The real Direct? Uh, we'll probably get one in April. I would imagine we'll get one somewhere close to the launch of Joker in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And maybe announce the next DLC character. We'll see. So, Steve, your uh, Epic boycott is not working at all because Epic just locked down way more exclusives, including okay. including Obsidian's The Outer Worlds, which I believe was something you were excited for. Epic won't really feel the, the sting of his boycott for another three years, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't have anything that's making me go there. Uh, Epic, to me, is Hulu, where, sure, that's they have... That's such a good fucking comparison. Yeah, they have interesting things, but it's nowhere near enough to make me go through the process of getting another fucking subscription or even just sign up for it. There's so much stuff on services I'm already a part of. I have no reason to move. Now, eventually, when things shape up, that might change, but that's pretty much the exact approach that I'm going to have to our later topic as well. It's... They got to show you first. Stuff, but yeah, I mean, uh, I ha- I don't have any firsthand knowledge of the Epic storefront, but I heard that's still really shitty. So, like, just the the presentation and how to do and find things need a lot of work. But yeah, it, it, it's definitely still pretty young, and it can get better. But there are some absolute bangers of exclusivity here that I'm sure there are just times, but I mean, there were a lot of people that were really excited for the outer worlds. I mean, this was the fallout three or the fallout new Vegas guys. I Uh, need, I need to see it though. That's the thing. I don't get excited about new potential games for the most part anymore, because after 34 years, I don't know, 33 years, I've been burned enough times on, Oh, we're making this great new game from a series that you love. That just fucking sucked. So, like, I didn't get into the Fallout series till Fallout 3. That was good. I enjoyed them all. And then the DLCs started to fall apart. After a while, they weren't interesting to me. And then they were talking about Fallout 76. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to wait and see what happens. I'm glad I did. The game fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So, the. Well, this, this, is a, this is the team. This isn't the Fallout guys. This is the team that made New Vegas that most people consider to be the best of the series. Uh, I was, this is the last game I would have thought that would have went down the exclusivity rabbit hole, but still doesn't uh, matter to me who makes it because yeah, good people still make shit games. I was I, just like, I, I know, I know. I was just like at the Sekiro, or I'm not sure I pronounced that right. The new from Software guys, that game does not interest me at all. Judging from the uh, preview that I watched while you guys were talking about the the my undies or whatever it is. And so, um, they're not a sponsor yet. Free plug. Yeah, they could be. <laughs> could be. Obsidian's game. Remedy's the new game from Remedy Control, which they debuted at E3 this year. Looks pretty cool. Again, down the exclusivity rabbit hole, along with all of the PlayStation exclusive, uh, you know, choose your own adventure games Detroit Become Human, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain. 
really, really enjoyed Detroit Become Human. It's, I mean, it, it got a lot of uh, accolades. It's not my style of gameplay, but now it's coming to PC and it's coming to the Epic Store. And I think the one thing, that, the bullet point that I found right before we went live, it looks like they're going to do Humble integration, which if you don't, if I don't have to copy and paste keys that I get from Humble and it just come right directly into my Epic Store, that's going to be where those Epic game, or those Humble Bundle games end up at. Mm-hmm. But uh, Epic is Epic is not uh, slowing down. Well, we'll see what they become. Steam has been very slow to have any sort of reaction to them. I think so... they were they're just waiting for things to burn out. But it doesn't seem like there is a vocal majority or minority of people that are screaming about how awful everything on Epic is. But then Metro goes and sells more copies than it did the first time around on Steam. So, uh, well, what they, do? they either need to be planning something that they're not talking to us about, or it's just going to be until they actually start feeling the All difference in lost money. Steam doesn't have to do anything until they feel that pressure. And when they feel yeah. that pressure, all they have to do is a Metroid Prime 4 teaser logo for Half-Life 3. Just an orange yeah, well, 3 I mean, on the this, screen, and it's over. If, if this whole epic experiment leads us to to uh, Valve making games again, I think it's a success for everybody. You know what Valve should do is they should release Half-Life 3 exclusively in the Epic Store and just be like, fuck you, go for it. It's our big game. <laughs> <laughs> but We're require you to so log into Steam to use it. Of a different platform. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they would get more, well, I mean, they get 100% of the revenue share, but yeah, yeah. ignore me. <laughs> I know, I, I get your joke. The joke was funny. Yeah. So the, yeah, the they, big the big top or you good. I was gonna say it'd be better if they put it on something that nobody wants to go on, like you play. <laughs> they just release it on you play. Release it on Origin. <laughs> I I'm just a hair tempted off of Division the two, but not enough. Plus EA can suck a dick. No, they're not Division Two is not EA. Yeah, well, they can still suck it. Ubisoft. So I think what what I planned on being the biggest topic of the evening, uh, Google came flying out and uh, did a whole hour-long presentation about their new gaming platform, and they call it Stadia. They came out with their new gaming controller, Stadia. I mean, I believe you can put in T to make diabetic friendly sweet tea it does it does really kind of sound like the sexual reproductive organs of plants yeah it's uh it's a curious choice for the worst name they could have come up with yeah i don't Um, know it it is it is the i did through all this learn that stadia is the plural of stadium yeah it's latin come on that was my first thought i was like stadia is that like a bullshit stadium the only thing people like more than learning is playing games. <laughs> I thought it was the, like, Stadia was like a seat in a large theater. <laughs> Just like, you know, medium, media, stadium, Stadia. I want to tell you to shut the fuck up, but this is the only thing you're going to say all episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, go back to what you're doing. Uh, yeah, the name's not great. Especially for what it is, but... I don't think the name really matters because 
uh, I, from the first thing they showed where they were, you were watching a trailer for a video game and there was a play it now button and then you just started playing it, I'm, I'm sold. This, this is definitely going to add value to the gaming ecosystem. Uh, some other notes about it before we uh, discuss its viability. It looks like it's going to be launching at 4K60, scalable up to 8K. Doom Eternal is going to be there. They said it runs good. I'm guessing they paid them a lot of money to say that. Uh, we got our first look at the Stadia controller. Uh, and they mentioned two features that intrigued me. State sharing, which allows you to just kind of pause your game and then post a link out. And then everybody can unpause your game and play from where you like paused it. So you can set up a scenario and have somebody play what you want to play. And then crowd play, uh, which is a feature for streamers. They could allow other people to come into their game. And the example they gave was NBA 2K, where they filled the rest of the team out with people on YouTube. Those are both really bad ideas. Okay. I was, I was going to say, the jumping into a game state has absolutely zero appeal to me. Yeah. Uh, I That's going to be like every game that ever had a make-your-own-level portion of it, like Far Cry 5 did. And nobody really fucking gives a shit. Like, there's a couple people who get real hardcore about it, and then some people that explore it. But I in general, Far it's... Cry 5 had a level editor until you just mentioned it. There's there's yes, a ton game of games I, I that have, have level evidence for that game. I have not talk amongst it. yourselves for a minute. Yeah, but nobody nobody fucking cares. And right. nowhere in the history did you ever want to open up a semi, uh, <clears throat> a semi open like window to your game because right. there's Never. no there's no real difference between playing like just open online with randoms. That's, that's like the modern version of like you can't beat a bad guy or the boss so you give your older brother the controller and he takes over yeah. except you don't have to be in the same room or if it's more towards streamers and it's like all right every stream sniper ready set join my game you know i could see uh mechs using it as like a uh like a patreon tier where you can play games with them or something but but you can't play Pokemon multiplayer. That's true. You can't play Pokemon <laughs> multiplayer. I forgot that he only plays one game. Yeah. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. Would yeah, I should... would I base the last six months of my life on it? Probably not. We should get a uh, a message service or something that we're like as a Patreon tier certain level, they can just call him and you guys can have an, a live discussion on mm -hmm. air. It's called Discord. Yeah. You could do it for free, yeah. which is actually what we did on Monday. Like we no, actually had don't... people in the the voice channel. We were just chilling on chat. Or you on don't stream. do it for free. You put that on Patreon. You make them pay for it. No, no, that's, we, that's not how it works. What I like about it is we don't sound desperate when we mention the Patreon link in the description below, or that he needs bits to survive. Well, subscribe. we don't sound subscribe. Desperate. On every platform that ever existed on the internet. That's not true because we're being broadcast to every platform on the internet. Uh, yeah. All of our YouTube watchers right now. Everybody on Mixer, that one guy in California. Actually, I want to know who the one guy in California that watches this show is. I want to know who the Chechenian who is listening <laughs> to our podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to know what value God. he gets out of this. One day, I'm going to come in here and Dan's going to be like, hey, we're finally on Tinder. 
<laughs> you see live from Tinder. It's game night. Just put now. a picture Believe of me. what I'm looking at. All four if of I us could, on Tinder. If I, if I could get a stream key for Tinder, we'd be on Tinder. If you don't like the topic, swipe right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I oh. scratched something on my leg and it started bleeding way more than it should have. You know how you like, you know, it's it should have just been a little bit of blood, but then you reach your hand up and your hand's covered in blood. Yeah. I do. So anyways, did you guys actually talk about the topic or did nope. we just kind of, okay, cool. Off the rails. Every time you're gone, we break it out. <laughs> so um, I I think that this is was a very impressive thing that we didn't really see at work at all and we don't know anything about, but it did make me believe. Of course um, it did. Any new technology, you're right on top of. Yeah. I, I wish that the camera could pick it up better, but there's a little bit of a glare. But right there is a boxed Steam Link, and right there is a boxed mm -hmm. Ouya. Mm -hmm. I feel so like Dan would have been the person to pre order all that shit. No, I mean, that, the thing is, you guys are comparing like, completely different things. The, the Ouya was a bad idea to begin with because they were, they were charging too much money to put mobile games well, on your TV. I watched the live stream on Google Plus through my Google Glasses, uh, and I was impressed with it. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, I couldn't get past my PS3 eye camera and all the other peripheral shit I bought from bigger companies that abandon it the second they don't but turn that's, a profit. That, that, that's the thing. There's uh, nothing to you, buy. You should have watched it on your virtual boy like I did. There's <laughs> nothing to buy. You guys can talk shit all you want, but the, you, I, can't, you can't see a value in this. You there can't is... see that, that a game trailer releases and they put a play, a try a demo now button at the end of it and the demo starts and you can play it for 15 minutes. With a couple of asterisks. Uh, how good is your internet connection? How sure. much is the monthly subscription? Sure. Yeah. Um, how much it's... for those of you like me who were butt fucked by Comcast into a data cap? Well, get out and vote. Data, how much data does it use to stream? Net neutrality. Like Vote for anybody that supports it. It's a lot of so, a lot of question marks more than like, it's a yeah, cool and, and these are all these are all question marks that I guarantee you if we were running a movie podcast in the early days of Netflix, we would have been saying the exact same things. Why would the hell would I want to stream it? I would rather just own the DVD. Well, I have well, a DVD player already. Steve no, and Max, and then I'll ask Dan last. What would you pay? for a service where you could play say half of the brand new games that come out because not everybody's going to be on board with it. Mm, I'm not going to be able to give you a good price point because I'm still it's so zero. You literally, literally could say I will, you could play every game in existence. And if, as long as it's not ghost recon wildlands, he wouldn't want to play it. It's because so, you pay cash for ghost recon wildlands treasure like that. I, I don't like subscription services anymore because I need to get enough out of it to make it feel worthwhile. And a purchased game means it's always there whenever I want it. And unlike Dan, I do come back to my games over Never. and over again. Mm -hmm. So I think there are our... way more people in the world like me than there are like you. I could be talked into a subscription model. I've been paying for Netflix since 2004 at at least $8 a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we do use Netflix a decent amount, but uh, I've canceled other services that we just didn't get use out of like i last time i played wow i had to buy a month of it and then i had to scramble to cancel it because i decided that it fucking sucked like five days in so it's just another added step to get rid of a game that i don't want to play so i i think yep. the system yep. is interesting 
but we don't have real enough information to really formulate that much of an opinion because i've seen the broad spectrum of like this is the future it's going to be awesome to no this is the future it's going to be okay that's that's the anybody that tells you this is going to be better than the experience that you get with your computer or your console is lying to you but this is the future and it's going to be good enough yeah okay the the only other thing that popped into my head was like um Alan Wake is the example I come up with where they lost the rights to use a song in it and they pulled the game off of the internet, basically. You can't buy that original version of Alan Wake anymore unless you find an Xbox 360 disc. Uh, so at a certain point, even though you're paying for these games and you have access to them anytime, there probably is a shelf life to that. So somebody like Steve who would go back and play an older game may not be able to in a year or two. And, and, yeah. and I don't think that this is a replacement for, and I think that's why you guys are pushing so hard against it because you see this as a direct replacement for the thing that you do and the way you like to play it. This is just a supplement to it. It's just another tool in the Did, toolbox. It's, it's getting people- to be so offended. Right no, I do. That. I do because have to be offended. Because you, you, you labeled me a hater, but you didn't even ask me if I thought it was interesting. Because you came in hard hating, and yeah, and and that's and, the role on the podcast. We can't all yes. be like, "Oh, we love it. It's great." No, like, like I Max over there with his poker face. I haven't seen him give one. I don't know if he likes it or not. I, I can't even tell if he ate today. Like twenty. Can't even <laughs> that's that's how much I would pay a month. To twenty dollars. Question, Jeff. Thank you. I said there's there's not enough information to be able to give any worthwhile opinion because we don't know what kind of model it is do we they didn't say subscription no no nope. i mean we're just assuming it's a subscription i just i mean i know one way to fail is if it comes out and they say you have yeah. the ability to buy a game and it's 60 dollars. but i mean here's a here's a crazy idea what if you bought a game and you also got a version that you could stream like when you buy a dvd and you also get the the code that the you can put in watch yeah. code that nobody yeah, ever so- so much of it is riding on details we don't have. No, so I'm, I'm just but taking it at face value for just what the what the the ability of this of this the equipment is. The I mean, we know potential ability because yes. they still don't have any actual live. Well, did they? No yeah, we, yeah. You don't. You should have paid attention to episode uh, two when I talked all about how I played on the Project Stream beta. Sure. It was but fine. It, was it, worked, per- it worked perfectly. It worked perfectly fine. I mean, Did it was the service already exist before and fail. On it... Live, which became PlayStation Now, existed for a while. It still does. Um, it's that's sorry, still a service Live you can buy. Yeah. Isn't that the roughly the same thing though? Is like remote playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's it's comparing completely two different things. One he, is a didn't even multinational talk about the teraflops yet. Yeah, well, I'm not bringing up the teraflops. One is, a, one is an enormous corporation that has a backbone in, in networking infrastructure, and one was a startup company that was running an office server in their basement. Like, there's, it's you can't really compare the two. Yeah, but until um, we have more information of how it's going to work, what the model looks like, and all the other stipulations, like I think it would be really fucking cool if I could buy a game on this platform, a completely separate one and be able to stream it off my phone so if i'm screwing around somewhere i could just whip out my phone and play pretty much whatever they have along as long as i take their dumbass boomerang what, controller what would, with me what would be cool that, well, is if when we go 
is if when we go, hey, what are you playing this week? And we go, oh, yeah, we all jumped into the same game because it's free included with the service. And we all have something to talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> Except Max, who will still be playing Pokemon. Let's go. Yeah. So is it interesting? Yes. But how how much am I excited about it? It fucking depends on all the details that they didn't come out with. Even if this is just the YouTube of like the YouTube is to movies as this service is going to be to video games, where this is just where trailers live. And like, you know, you don't you don't go to YouTube to watch a full feature length movie, but you, you can go there and, and click on a link and do things. And, you know, like you said that the state sharing was an awful idea. I don't think state sharing is a bad idea. I think if I you think it's an awful idea, it's not for me. If you so I mean, how many times have you ever gone and just watched a, a clip of something, somebody playing a game on the internet on YouTube, and I they have could just have it. They could have a state share there, and you could jump it right into that exact moment and play what they played. The cat's but getting more. The cat's getting more attention yeah, than we are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think, think that, the state sharing is really cool. Yeah, they'll be catty about it. I mean, it's not uh, replacing your game. It's you letting other people play where you are. Like they're not yes. playing your game. They're no. playing a new game. Mm -hmm. that you just started i feel like it's just a novelty like yeah, you know i mean that's not a that's not a system it's, seller it's a but it's just it's just something that that isn't possible currently but will be in the future do you and think a, re a release window of 2019 feels rushed um no they i mean they the, the pot there was already a pretty fair amount of polish on the on the beta it was it played pretty good already so it's I'm not that scared about it. I'm scared that they're going to come out and ask for too much money and it's going to end up getting Googled where they'll support it for a little bit and then it'll just go away. Cause for me, I got to be at about an EA access price point for the year. I think any, any more than that, I think you're asking too much, but it all depends on what kind of game what they have. Yeah. What they have. I mean, what, I mean, this is this is probably the worst thing that you want to hear. But what if it is the YouTube model? What if there just is an advertisement every ten minutes? Is That'd there a game? Is the, is there a game? I'm not talking about for every single game that you would ever play. You but you're telling me you're telling me that you wouldn't get around. tantalized by a game to play for ten minutes, and then if you like it, play for another ten minutes, watch an ad, and then maybe buy it later. I would be interested if the ads lowered your price. So if you watched enough <laughs> ads over. Oh, I would do that time. in a heartbeat. I would right. do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> or you could just keep playing the game with the ads and play it no. for free. Now leave your computer on, <laughs> uh, turn the sleep settings off, run those Google ads through, and the game is yours. No, it's when... just it's it's when the, the the problem is that I think people aren't seeing and because a lot of people on the internet, a lot of people are having the same kind of mentality that you guys are, where you're not really jumping in head first. You're just you know, you're really lukewarm on it. I actually think you guys feel a little bit threatened by it. And I'm sorry if I came off angry when I said that the last time, but like it, it is a little bit scary because you bring up the fact that video games go away and all of these things. And you think that maybe, you know, the games that you like to play are going to go away. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to get to that point. I don't think yeah, that you're ever going to see a fighting game. That's where that, bombs come in anyway. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to see a fighting game that's going to be able to play with latency because, I mean, they won't even play with a wireless controller, let alone streamed through the internet. Um, you keep slamming on the controller. The controller is optional, man. You don't need to have the controller to play the game. 
that's how you lower your latency though is with the, the control their con yeah their controller does connect directly through wi-fi so you don't have to pair it to your computer and then send the commands through that but it, the controllers to me look like when you watch an 80s sci-fi movie and they're like this is 1999 it's just like oversimplified to the point where it's really not a controller it's just like buttons in your hand it, I mean, they that the little pre-render that somebody made from earlier in the week looked so bad that this was like, oh, that's not as bad as that. So this looks okay. The other thing that rubbed me the wrong way is the Konami code on the bottom yeah. of the pre-rendered controller. I was like, get it, gamers. We're just like you, like us. It just looked fucking desperate. But I mean, the the controller. I'm not really that. I probably won't buy that. I've got enough Bluetooth controllers laying around my house that, unless the latency is really improved. That's not really my jam. I think the one other selling point was is you could just move it from screen to screen with you. So if you're playing on your TV and you want to start playing on your phone, you don't have to repair the controller to your phone. You just turn the state on on your, your, your phone and bring the controller with you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm at the point where I need as big of a monitor as possible and playing like Assassin's Creed on this doesn't yeah. appeal to me. No, I mean, it's, this isn't going to be the ideal way to play even, anything. Even if it's like, oh, I got to take a shit. I'm not going to like hurry up and grab a tablet and keep make sure I got the controller with you me. You don't have a bathroom tablet? Uh, no, that's where the Switch is portable. Well, like I to mean, play my we'll, AAA games while we'll, I'm taking a AAA. We'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get into the Switch part of this in a second. There are some things that this this service allows that you know local gaming is slowly moving away from, and that's true full resolution split screen. That which they showed a demo of looked cool because the worst part about playing couch co-op games is having that tiny sliver of the screen. Yeah, and, and even and then also splitting the resolution and dumping the frame. I mean, you don't remember it probably because of everyone remembers Goldeneye as this beautiful game, but when you played four player co-op or four player split screen on Goldeneye, you get about eight frames a second because they had to you have to share the processing power. So right. That's a huge or, benefit to this, where everybody's getting their own remote computer to power their screen. And or, then the other huge one is for game streamers, you don't need to have a PC powerful enough to not only play the game and stream the game, you're going to get a full resolution copy sent right out to whatever streaming service you're using. That's weird. I forgot about the peasants who don't have a monster computer. <laughs> so I'm looking at you, cat. I'm cautiously optimistic about, well... I'm lukewarm. I want to see what happens first. I'm not going to blow my load all over it like Dan is because it's the newest, <laughs> greatest thing. That's why he got uh, up later to clean himself off. Yes. Uh, Stadia. Oh, 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 I'm bleeding. Oh, no. It's all over the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I want to see what their model looks like first because I think uh, that determines That's going to break this. That's going to definitely make or break this. I, I think it has some interesting features and in what it can do. And it would be cool to be able to just jump into a game or try a game out, but I'm not really interested in long, long or short, short-term subscription models or ads. Uh, I think it, if it was more of a semi-traditional service where it's like buy a game, play it anywhere, however you want. And I also don't want to find out that like I loaded up Civ Five on my phone while I was headed somewhere and immediately blew my data cap out of the water. Cause yeah, it like I mean, data caps are definitely going to be 
rough in the future. And it's not just video games that are going to push those. It's going to be 4K streaming and then eventually 8K streaming. And if you know if we keep going down the same path that we are and allowing the ISPs to push us around, uh, it's going to end up stunting technology. Yep. Luckily, I don't live in a big enough city, but it will eventually affect us here. And I'm scared. But we'll all have Google Fiber at that point, right? That's true. Hey, well, we're speaking about Google's failures. <laughs> but I, it's all I over see... big cities, isn't it? No, it's just in like two, like like two Kansas cities. City and like Seattle. Yeah, they got, I mean, it wasn't for like lack of trying. They got a lot of money got sent to the government officials to prevent them from allowing them to put their fiber down. Who's on camera? And... So I also want to know how well the implementation is just for the interface and how well that works and moving things around because. I'm having these horrible flashbacks to when we first moved into this house and when we just hooked up the internet but didn't really have like a a, a streaming item. So we just like hooked up a laptop when we could to our TV and I, that's when the Chromecast came out and I picked it, it up. It will run on the Chromecast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chromecast, the, the original one, was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hated it because... I didn't realize at the time that you had to hook up your phone and do this awkward pairing thing, and it like never ever worked. It Wait, worked is there a new like one? Because that's what I still do. And I mean, still that's works. still how it works. I just don't think Steve knows how to use technology. No, yeah, they had a lot of updates since, but if you still have like the Gen One Chromecast, it's a piece of shit. You needed to get one of the later ones where they've sorted all that shit out. So if they have a launch where you can do all this cool stuff. But it's not user friendly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna wait. I mean, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you just from being in the demo. When you play a game, you you just it's just a Chrome browser. Like there's nothing to download. You click the link. Chrome it goes browser. In, ah, fuck that. It's all over. It, it grows and, in the full. It goes in the full the screen. Thing about Google though is I swear to God, if you tell me that you won't download or... Google Chrome to play video games because you're Firefox only, I'm I'm just gonna leave. Firefox for life. See you uh... later. <laughs> I do find it interesting, though, that when Microsoft announced the Xbox One and it was always an online console, people fucking crucified them for it. They were and this year, right, this year, you have to be online. It's Google, so they're tracking what you're doing, what you've bought. They're going to show you ads that are targeted to some thought you had six months ago. Um, but games, we're all in. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to be playing Fallout 5 on this fucking service and every other billboard i walk by is like do you remember that ancient game of mtg in the year 2020 when this oh, new shit. set was coming out you i played magic this week i forgot to put it on my list oh. i made it through four of five tutorials Ooh, that's so impressive you learn how to it play? Looks in- kind of it looks interesting i'll stick with it uh i actually started to get random ads for wish.com and so i checked it again and they have a new set of 2019 ripoff cards that I'm interested nice. in buying. <laughs> like those uh, Amiibo cards where they put them on a badge ID? Uh, I, I bought some a while ago because I was like semi-interested in what the quality was just for fun. And I also wanted a copy of a Black Lotus because I was never, ever going to get a real one. So I have a couple ripoff ones, but uh, the fakes keep getting better and better. 
and this year they have a whole pack of planeswalkers which i think they did on purpose because the new set is all about planeswalkers so uh yeah it's like 20 bucks for a bunch of like you know tw- 10 to 30 dollar cards i look forward to the next game night looking at your bootleg magic cards well, let's go final thoughts on Stadia. Obviously, I think I've already proven that I'm excited for it. My, I don't think it's going to replace video gaming like, for me. Uh, you know, it's it's we haven't we we could talk about this for a lot longer because we've completely ignored a large subsect of the country that does not want the barrier to entry that a computer or a console has, and this will allow them to play the games that we enjoy. We can't really speak that. to that. We can't, we can't we relate are, to them. Right. But um, yeah, I think I, I'm I'm very intrigued. Now, up, next up is Microsoft because they're doing the exact same thing. So let's see what their service looks like and uh, play some video games in the web browser. What, closing thoughts? Um, it's it's a terrible fucking name. <laughs> um, plural. It's plural. It's terrible fucking names. What do you want, what do you want me to say? <laughs> um, the cost of entry is a controller and maybe a subscription price um yeah i'll try it out but uh i'm probably not going to be the target audience for it uh i think it's an interesting idea and it's pretty much where we all knew we were headed anyway but i'm not maybe early yeah i'm not excited till we get more details and i probably wouldn't jump on until it was live and there were reviews because that's how I just we're, do things we're not, nowadays. We're not getting any new information on it till summer. So they announce it now to hopefully build up hype, but they've left way too many questions out there and it's having the opposite effect where people are just gamers don't give a shit and people who do give a shit. I don't know anybody except for Gizm Dan. Dan over there. Yeah, I, I need more information to formulate any sort of positive or negative opinion. Just telling me things that I can do with it is nice, but I mean, I get told all sorts I, of great things uh, while I'm at work, too. They're like, I, try this new system. It's going to be fantastic, and it turns out it fucking sucks. So until it comes out, I don't have anywhere to go with it. I can play Assassin's Creed in 4K right there, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Sorghum, do you have any opinions? <laughs> well, that's the, show. Subscribe. that's the show this week. If oh, uh, We completely skipped actually the most important piece. Uh, the Konami Anniversary pack is coming out soon. You didn't put it in the sheet. Save it for the post show. If you like what you heard, which you probably didn't, you can go to gamenightnow.com which what just redirects, redirects to Twitch right now. And uh, check out some of our back catalog there, but they go away after a couple of days. So if you want the old stuff, you got to go over to YouTube, search Game Night Now, or grab a podcast service of your choice because we are on all of them. Uh, until next week, I'm Dan with Steve, Jeff, and Sorghum. See you next week.